All right, for Northeast by Midwest, this is Jonathan Jones, and I am here with Cody Spencer. Cody, how are you? I'm doing good. How You're you? doing good. Awesome. So we met, I was trying to think, has it been probably three or four years ago? Uh, is that how many years you've been a speaker? I think so. Then yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to tell everybody where I'm a speaker at this week? Uh, Camperia, North Turner, Maine, on Beer Pond. Yes, and uh, it's a blast. I consider it a privilege. That's and Cody's a man of many talents. I don't know all of them, but he's also... Runs a camp by day and pastor by night, right? Yeah. And yeah, uh, so I, uh, I know Cody. I appreciate that about me. He's a man of many words. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> But I do. I appreciate you. appreciate your servant's heart, your love for the Lord. So I'm going to ask him a few questions, and we'll see how much he wants to go just about running a camp. But before we do, I got up this morning here at uh, Camp Berea, and I happened, uh, Cody, to see a, a gentleman up on the roof. And that's not normal. And uh, so anyway... We won't say who that person was, but the point being, they, they were, they were you know, campus for the camper, right? And yeah. they were working hard for the campers. So let's just say, though, that somebody doesn't know a whole lot about camping. And we're not talking about RV camping, but, you know, like running a camp. So pretend that I don't know much and I say to you, you know, what are some, how about let's maybe do it categories like this. What are some blessings of running a camp? Then we'll deal with maybe some challenges that you have to think through. Sure. And uh, so, so, like, what are some of the things that you'd say? Because you grew up here, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I started coming when I was 13. Um, and, you know, just thinking about it, Berea specifically is very different than, than most camps that I think you would yeah. um, interact with, uh, anyone would interact with, really. Um, when you think about, like, summer camps in general, they're usually kind of geared around two things, either, like, program, mm-hmm. which is just, like, you know, we're going to – we're going to go canoeing, then we're going to go do this, and we're going to do that, and it's all, like, very structured. Yeah. Or they're structured around uh, the facility. Right. Uh, so, like, they got, like, big blobs, and they got all this cool stuff. And, uh, and we have neither, like, none of those things. Right. <laughs> um, so, you know, our, our entire facility is on, like, acre and a half, two acres probably. Yeah, and, right. And we got, like, our, our big attraction is carpet ball. We have a carpet ball table. <laughs> um, so, really, what what we do is we're we're 90 percent relational like that's right everything we do is relational um so so it's just it's a very different experience than i think most people would have interacting with a summer camp i 100 percent agree and to be honest with you that's what i love about this camp not that um you know i i've spoken at uh, a couple of the camps i never spoke a word of life i went there when i was in college and they've got great camps and i've been to the island uh you know every camp has its spot right kind of right. like churches um, and I speak up at Camp Good News. I, I'm a turtle on the board there. I love CEF. They got a lot of great, you know, and, and I think they have very much an aspect of relationability sure. as well. But I agree. I think the 90% here is really what it's about. Because I remember the first time I showed up, I wasn't unimpressed, but, you know, the campground itself is not unbelievable, but you have a ball field. I, I would argue it's unimpressive. <laughs> well, right. No, no. I, I don't mean, yeah. It's not like a bomb went off, you know, in that sense. But, but the reality is, yeah, when you get here, it's not super impressive. But what is impressive is the people. And I mean that not just for this podcast, but, um, you know, Ira, yourself, and, you know, the staff. And I think the fact that I really like the fact that you guys bring in local people from Maine, by and large. Because who knows our kids better than people that live here, right? Yeah. And so, for those of you who don't know, Camperia, because this is sort of my promotion for Camperia. Uh, one of my daughters is up here with me. Um, what is the cutoff? I'm not even sure. How young can you be to go to Camp Berea? 13. 13. 13. Okay. If you're 12 and close, then we usually Then you can go. It, so, my, so my daughter that's here, she would be just on the edge. Um, and it's funny because I brought my youngest up here the last couple of days. And, 
she was a little nervous. She's pretty outgoing. And she was just saying to me just right now, she's like, oh, this is great. You know? And so <laughs> I think she's getting bitten by the bug. Yeah. So, so, so the relationability, what else, you know, if you were selling me the camp and, and I know you're not trying to, but just for sake of argument. So relationally, um, obviously the gospel kids getting to know Jesus growing in their faith. Yeah. Um, what else would you say are, you know, strengths, blessings of Camperia? Yeah, it's tough to say. I think, you know, it's like what your daughter said of like, oh, you know, it's, it's, it's just a bug that you catch yeah. of like, once you've been here for a couple of days, I can't, I can't tell you the amount of kids that we've had that come in on a Sunday night and are like, I don't want to be here. Don't make <laughs> me stay here. And then by the end of the week, it is almost always without exception. Yeah. I need to come back. Can right. I come back next week? Can I come back next year? Yeah. Um, so it's just, you know, it's just awesome to see those kids grow and get yeah. to know more people. And I love it. That's how I always felt coming here was that like, I wasn't like, I wasn't like a outcast when I was younger, but like, I didn't have a lot of friends and I didn't mm-hmm. like, and when I came here and it was like, oh, I just, all these people are my friends and they all like want to be around me and this it. is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, a, and you get that at other camps too, but I think the thing that's unique at Berea is the uh, proximity. There's not, you know, seven acres to go hide. Right. There's not a lot of places. We're actually in the tab right now, which is actually stands for what? Tabernacle. Yeah, that's right. So those of you that might know tab soda, we're not talking about that. <laughs> I remember the first time I heard tab and I'm like, what? The tab? <laughs> so uh, that's something else from my perspective being, I don't know, maybe I'm considered semi insider now that I've come for four or five years, but coming as an outsider, the very first thing that hit me was when you guys, we, we sing the song by audio adrenaline, big, big house. Yeah. And I hadn't heard that except for myself listening to it probably 15 years. And I was right away like, yeah. And then I heard another song. I think it's called, who are they? Uh, is that uh, called cathedral people? Who yeah, sings yeah. that song? Uh, that, we are they, I think is what, is that the, what it is? I, think it's I don't Canadian know. Band. But I remember, and for those of you that may not know, I'll do a promotion on them. That song, I cried the first time I heard it yeah. because it talks about when they burn your Bible, yeah. what will you know? Right. You know, And when you don't have where to, you know, a church, where are you going to go? And I thought to myself, well, that's different. That was different than any camp I had been to. Sure. And so I'm not offering that. And I'm sure you guys wouldn't say we all think our church is the best and our camp right. is the best. There's no perfect camp, but I think you guys at Berea here really hit a niche. And I want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of it and hopefully an encouragement to these kids. So those are some blessings. Uh, another one I could see just from my perspective is the staff. Obviously it's a little bit of a smaller camp. You guys seem pretty tight knit. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of our main um, kind of objectives of a staff is I, I, I personally do all the hiring. Um, and so I'm always, whenever I'm doing my hiring, I'm always trying to look for um, like dynamics of how I think personalities are going to work out mm-hmm. and how they're going to work together. And then our first week here, we don't have any campers. We, we just do a staff week where we do fairly intensive training of like, this is the philosophy of what we're doing. This is how we want you to interact with the campers. This is how we want you to go about yeah. kind of yourselves. And, and also we have this con- like we have this thing we would call staff unity that we yeah. always have each other's backs. We yeah. never have dissent in front of campers. So like we, we don't disagree. Right. And so like, you know, we try to all be on one page all the time. Mm. And, and I mean, you know, it doesn't always work out and <laughs> we have our, our issues, but like, but we can always tell when staff unity is strong because we will consistently hear campers say, I'd really love to come back and be on staff because yeah. there's just something about it. That they feel like, Oh, I, I really want to be a part of this. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, yeah, it's that's a it's 
the I staff is my one of my favorite parts of <laughs> I, well and, and, yeah. and I think that just speaks to you and Ira so just a shameless plug but I think it's good because it's for the Lord um, you know they're both they serve at Beans Corner Baptist Church yeah. and so really you and Ira are products of Berea right I yeah. mean to a certain extent he came here as a camper you did yeah. um, and I think that's great most of the kids on staff here or I should call them young adults yeah they're you know so what a great discipleship atmosphere and you know, I, th- I think the I, I think that's the other thing that impressed me, and you know, I I, I genuinely I just really appreciate. It's really kind of like a small family, right? Yeah, it sure. seems like you know. I remember the first time I came, I thought I'm not really part of the family, so maybe I'm semi working my way in here, <laughs> weaselly my way in. <laughs> uh-huh. But for those that um, you know don't know Berea, uh, we are uh, let's see, right now we're what 20 minutes north of Auburn, yeah, right? And yeah. what 15 minutes from Jay, 10 minutes? Uh, yeah, probably. Well, probably about 25. From Are Jay. we from Jay? Okay. I don't know that area so well. And then Farmington's, what, about an hour from here? Half an hour. Is I mean, half an hour? Yeah, Jay's, okay. Jay's almost. Past Jay. Okay. So so that's kind of where we're at, and uh, it's just a beautiful, beautiful area. Um, so, you know, when you think of Berea, if you were to think a little more uh, bigger now, that's more kind of microscope, sort of macroscope. What are some of the... You know, this wouldn't be native just to Berea, but some of the challenges of camping. Um, and I don't I don't just mean in that sense, like you and I were talking earlier. I, I don't want to share things you don't want shared, but just in general about staff and yeah. how um, it seems like a lot of the blessings are the relationships that you have. Yeah. But then, you know, sometimes that can be a challenge as well. So, you yeah. know, but just what are some of the things if I was running what you were running, staffing, running the kids, what are some of the things that just tug on your heart uh, that maybe are challenges? I can pray for this helps me not just for the podcast but maybe somebody listens and you say these are some of the things we deal with yeah I mean I think the biggest the biggest challenge specifically with staffing is that you know that the the way the world is kind of going it it is becoming more and more difficult to find um, to find staff members who who are mature spiritually Mm -hmm. because that's like we have a decently high standard of like, especially for counselors, sure. that they have to be at a certain maturity level if yep. we're going to have them, and and it's it's been difficult. Like we got our last guy counselor. Uh, I only had one counselor for a long time. Coming up into the summer, and we got our our second guy counselor um, during staff week, so last week, right. <laughs> like in the middle of the week. So yeah. like it's it's a challenge to yeah. find people, right? And and part of that comes down to to money. I mean. Yeah. Our, I would say, you know, outside of camp, our biggest challenge is having a support structure. Yeah. Um, our support structure is fairly small at this point. It used to be a bigger mm-hmm. thing. It's the Berean Youth Fellowship. Yeah. Um, but it has kind of dwindled significantly yeah. over the last few years, or last 20 years. Um, and so that's the, the struggle is, like, you know, really having enough money to, like... Yeah pay staff and, and sure. do everything because we you know we're a small camp and we try to keep it as cheap as possible for campers to come because yeah yeah it's pretty it's like i think it's 205 dollars for the what, week yeah, yeah that's what i was just telling me so as a plug for that if you're listening to this whether you're northeast up here in maine boston new york or you're midwest uh, go guardians sorry that's my <laughs> shameless plug for the indians and the browns um and, and God's blessed you, and you're trying to figure out what to do with some finances. Give you guys a call. And also, I think the other thing is if you're in Maine here, let's say from Bangor to Portland, and you've got some gifts that I don't have, 
<laughs> like building things. I could build you a new set of steps, but I don't think you'd ever want to use them. <laughs> but uh, contact you guys, right? Because sure, when yeah. I look around, whether it's any of our houses, you got some things that need fixed up. Yeah. And that's not, um, you know, I mean, it's a safe campground, but there's always things of wear yeah. and tear. So if you're out there, bare minimum, people can pray for you, yeah, right? Absolutely. And when this comes out, I believe you will be in week three because this will be a couple of weeks. Yeah. We're in week one right now. I think yeah. this will come out week three. Um, and so if you're still around, uh, you contact Cody and uh, Ira, um, Ira Hall or Cody Spencer, and I'm sure you can you know, help them. And then you guys also, if you don't mind talking for a minute, you also have a board, don't you, that runs the yes. camp? So, yeah. and, and they are, uh, a few folks go to your church, but they're quite a few different churches. Is that correct? Yeah, there's a, there's a number of churches, I think maybe four or five different churches okay. who, are, yeah. who are kind of involved. Um, yeah, it's... It's tough to get people out here, yeah. to be honest. Like even, even our church, like Beans Corner, like even though Ira and I are both from there, mm-hmm. um, when he first came to Beans Corner, he was very careful to not kind of like make it a Beans Corner right like ministry because um, that can that can go south quick. Sure. Um, yeah. uh, but because of that, right. there's not a huge like. Yeah connection with the church so so it's like a struggle of you know which way is is the right way to go um yeah you're kind of on a on an island in that sense and that's hard because you know you don't want to make it you know a a local church some folks may or may not have that but you know we might have a few reach on here of some more people that aren't a part of that and so i just want to appeal to you as jonathan jones i work at a church as a pastor um god's blessed me there i know cody does you do administration at Beans, yeah. right? And uh, he does, I'm sure, an excellent job. He does great here at camp. And so, you know, whether it's Camp Berea, there's a lot of great camps out there. It's not the only camp. But I think uh, for those of you in Maine, this is a fantastic camp. And maybe you can pray about how God might use you uh, to be a blessing. Uh, because, you know, what we see from the kids this week, I was talking with uh, one of our students about some really serious things that this individual had been through. And frankly, Cody... Uh, makes me want to cry so i i can't say a whole lot but i'm just gonna say uh just reminded me that there's a lot of kids that went through a lot of nasty stuff and um we are here to be a lighthouse for these children and so if you're out there and you listen to this the work there are many good camps but the work camperia is doing is literally between heaven and hell and in a lot of cases it's reaching to the pit of hell for some of these kids that have been through things that i can't even imagine so yeah i think you know it's so i always i always get a bit emotional thinking about it or talking about it is that so many of these kids coming like this is their only experience of having a family like this is their only experience of having like being in a place where they just feel like the people around them love them yeah and and it's it's so tough because you know even even some of these kids coming from you know quote-unquote christian homes some of them are, are from just some really rough spots. Yeah. Like the camp you're talking about, I I mean, I can't think of much more to happen to a person yeah. before they're 18. I mean. Yeah, it's, and, and you know, we, we had the testimony time last night, which we didn't even get a chance. So maybe as we kind of come down to a close, because I, I appreciate Cody's not like me. He's a man of few words. 
A man of few words says less stupid things. (laughs) That's right. So Cody's just told you I say a lot of stupid things, but that's okay. No, I just, Um, I say less now. You're you're a wise man, brother. I appreciate that. But I wanted to kind of, you know, I want to be fair to you. You have things to do. So maybe you can just be thinking about um, what what might be nice is maybe you can etch out a little bit of what a week looks like. And as you're thinking of that, I, to share again, you know, this individual I was talking to, it just... It broke my heart, you know, and yet I, I can see the love of God, I think, working in this person's life. And it was another uh, it was a young man today I was talking to, and I, I made the comment, you know, it's Friday. A lot of people are ready to go back. I'm sure you are in one sense. You have church this weekend, and then week two starts on Sunday. And, you know, I said, hey, it, you know, are you ready? He goes, I thought I would be. And uh, you know who I'm talking about, I think, or I'll tell you later. Okay. But um, for sake of... Uh, Minors, we won't uh, reveal it on here, but uh, this young man's like, I think I would rather stay. And, uh, you know, I I think he comes from some challenges in his life as well, but it's not even that. I think he just was surprised. And, you know, I I had my own youngest here last night, and we had some pretty emotional testimonies, and there was one in particular uh, about a young person that... um, there's some issues in their family with their parents and they're really praying that one of their parents comes to know Jesus. And my own daughter made the comment to me, that's just foreign to her. And so, like you said to, to some of us that, and please don't misunderstand if you're listening to this, uh, it's the grace of God that I was raised in a Christian home, Uh, not a perfect home. And I'm sure yours wasn't either, but my mom and dad knew Jesus. They loved me. My fears were, you know, not being able to go swimming and not some of the things that some of these children have had to deal with. And so my daughter last night and I prayed and went to bed and her comment to me was, I don't even know how to help her. And, you know, and that was good. We talked through it. And and so recognizing for her that not every kid has to worry about, do I get to go swimming tomorrow? Right. You know, and, and, and on the flip side, to see the heart of Jesus in one of the campers here as... I'm sure, I'm sure this young lady or whoever it was, I can't remember, was tired. and you know. But the point being, like, they want their dad or their mom to come to Jesus. And that's really the heart of Berea, right? Yeah. Acts 17.11, the Bereans were more noble because they studied to see if these things were true. And that's the heart of the camp. And I'd be remiss if I didn't. Uh, we're looking right over here at Mr. Is it Chafee or Chafee? Chafee. Mr. Chafee. And I, I have the privilege of staying in his place. And Look forward to meeting him in glory someday and yeah. his wife. They sound like, did you know them? I never met them. You never they met were, them. Okay. They were after my time. I don't know if you know uh, Harold Duff or if you remember. I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was also a big part of the opening, and he was, a, okay. he was, a, he was one of the speakers for uh, like 50-something years here. Awesome. Um, he's since passed. Uh, okay. But the other cabin is, is Duff Cabin. Is Duff. Okay, yeah. cool. That's awesome. Awesome. So as we kind of go down, it, let's say I'm a camper. Yep. And uh, probably should have done this first, but that's all right. We'll just do it last. <laughs> and I come to you and I say, hey, Cody, you know, like, what's my week like? So we're on Friday right now when we're recording this. So yeah. we're ending tonight. But can you just kind of give me a snapshot of this is kind of what I would experience, uh, you know, walk me through a typical day, whatever you want, you know. Well, there's, there's two pitches that I do. So if I go to like a school um, or if I'm talking to like – Parents, there's two different pitches. Okay, I'll be a parent. Okay, How's so, that? So because I, probably parents are going to listen to this. Yeah. So, so I've got three daughters, which I actually do. Um, pitch me. Why should I send my kid to Berea? And, and not even, but like, what are they going to experience? What's a week like? So we usually just say, listen, they're going to have an amazing time. They're going to be around like 
Christians who love them and want to encourage them. And, uh, and one of our biggest selling points is we don't allow phones. No electronics, no things, so they're just going to be in. <laughs> so I'm breaking the rules right now, Cody? Is that what you're telling me? Well, I mean, it's not for staff. <laughs> okay. Um, but, like, yeah, they're going to have a great time. And then for the kids, the other part, the opposite, you know, like I said, we're not, we're not super uh, – um, I said facility, and what was the other one I said uh, – well, program, right? Program. Yeah. We're not super program directive. Uh, so what our, our main selling point to teenagers is we have about seven hours of free time a day. Love uh, it. So you just come and do whatever you want. Now, they don't know that we do that so that we can specifically just go build relationship with them and just right. go be around them as much as yeah. we can. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's the point. And, and kids... Like teenagers love that of just like I just want to be able to do whatever I want to do. Of course they do. Yeah, and and playing and, and you know the things whether it's the playing the carpet ball or you know uh, we should mention I, I will let you mention it. Who won the annual uh, staff versus kids volleyball game today? The campers won today. The campers did. Um, and there may have been a few four hit points on the staff that were not <laughs> counted, Cody. But we'll we'll leave that where it is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so well, I I appreciate it, and and I, I hope you genuinely know uh, I appreciate. Appreciate you and your wife Carolyn and uh, Ira and Sarah and the staff. Uh, you guys are good folks that love Jesus, and and that shines through. And uh, I I would honestly say I'm no like great camper. Uh, I've been to Word of Life. I worked there. I graduated there. I love the folks there. We got a great camp. You know, uh, Camp Good News here. Uh, I've been camp pastor there. I will be again. I love. I work serve on the CEF board. You know. Um, I love those camps, and so I'm not comparing because that's always hard. What I would say is this. I would say when it comes to bang for the buck for eternity, I'm not talking American dollars. I, I think you're hard-pressed to beat what you guys have here, what we have here at Camperia, and I want to thank you for that. And I would just say as a parent, uh, a pastor, um, you know, you should just come up. And so let's say somebody gets this week three. Is there any room left this summer? Oh, or, yeah. yeah, there Absolutely. is. Okay. So if they got a kid, 205 bucks, and let's say somebody doesn't have the money. We got scholarships. We got scholarships. So, you know, if you get this and you're probably, I mean, anywhere in the States, if you're in another country and you want to come, hey, you know, that's up to you. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, but if you're up in, let's say, New York City, north, uh, we're only six hours from New York, seven hours. Yep. And Boston, it's a three-hour ride. So, um, you know, your kid will be immersed uh, in the gospel. They're going to get good teaching, good songs. They're going to get a lot of fun. And, I mean, who doesn't love free time, right? I mean, <laughs> and we'll pour into their lives, yeah. right? So Yeah, I've, I've rarely met a kid who has said that they don't want to come back. That's right. Week, so. Amen. That's awesome. Well, anything else you'd like to add uh, that you can think of? I know you have lots of other things in your wheelhouse, Cody, so maybe you'll allow me the privilege. But I wanted to get you on camps. Um, is maybe there's camp directors out there, and there's some things they can learn from you. So if they want to contact you, like on Facebook, Cody yeah, Spencer, Cody is that Spencer. cool? Yeah, absolutely. He, he looks just like you. Of course, nobody yeah. on here knows what that looks like. But... Bald guy. That's what you look for. <laughs> so, so that, that's why you and I are such good buddies, Must right? Be. <laughs> Well, you know what my grandpa said? He said, no grass grows in a busy street. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything else you want to add, Cody? No, I think that's All right, cool. Thank I'm you gonna, for having me. I appreciate well, it. Well, I appreciate that too. And you know what I'm going to do? I don't do this a lot, but I'm just going to pray on our podcast here for you and Camp Marie. Is that okay? Absolutely. To close, that God would bless the rest of our week and the, your summer. Father, I thank you again. I pray for anyone that might listen to this. I pray for Cody. 
I pray for Ira. I pray for the rest of the staff that you bless them uh, for each of these young people. Lord, I believe the um, whether it's Camp Berea or other Christian camps, uh, Lord, there's a generation you're raising up. And uh, Lord, the world's not getting any easier. And so we pray that as Paul writes, you would root and ground them in love. Take them deep, Lord. And uh, just bless Cody for his ministry here. Lord, he's got an even bigger ministry. He's a husband and a father. And so I pray that you'd bless him in that. I pray the same for me, Lord. Uh, what a shame it would be for us to run great camps and great churches and not be good husbands and fathers. And so, Lord, uh, watching him with his family and his wife, what a blessing that is. And continue, just keep him and his family close to you. And bless this camp and the ministry. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Cody. Thank I appreciate you. it. And uh, we'll have you back sometime. Sounds good. All right. God bless. For Northeast by Midwest, this is Jonathan Jones. See you next time.